0: I don't want to underestimate how important it is to document the process, right? Listen, I want to have sex with myself. Uh, that 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 is the ultimate, you know that that is the ultimate goal. And you could translate this to other things too, where you're documenting your topless photos that I'm sending. You know, a, a man sending another man a topless photo, uh, and is is a it's actually a very humbling thing to do. Mm. And,
1: and that, that, there's layers to that from a mental health perspective, right? At the end of the day, yeah, let's be honest. There's a huge vanity component to, to fitness. Like, let, let's be real.
0: Yeah, we want to feel good, but looking good is a part of that. Well, the, the, And I told you at the beginning, man, like, I actually just only want to look good. Yeah. I, I, I actually don't care about the health. I'm good with it. <laughs> I want to just look good aesthetically and visually. I want to look good on camera because I'm on camera a ton. So I just want to look good. And that was it. And then the health benefits were great. From your yeah. perspective, Sean, like how much? Because I, I, there's always some
1: individuals who'll say maybe they're similar in your shoes, and I don't think they are, because you're one of the most busiest people I know, and for for good value for everything you can involve yourself in, is like when they go, "Man, I don't have time to work out. I don't have time for this." We're like, "I'm worried if I work out, I'm going to get tired." Which obviously, I'm sure for those who you know spend the amount of energy in working out, they they see the benefits of how much more energy they get. But like. From your end, how much more energy do you feel like you got through your videos
0: and through the work you have? Maybe like, did you notice you're showing up more with your kids, like yeah, things like that? Did yeah, that play definitely. I think I think energy. You know, one of the things I've been blessed with is good energy. I think we we uh, yeah that that's definitely it. But um, yeah, I think it 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 definitely. Um, allows you to create more energy in other parts of your life, right? Whether it's on stage or whether it's with your kids or your wife or wherever else. I mean, that I think that's, yeah, one of the yeah, looking good is is great, and it's also a byproduct of having just more energy, right? And you've been going through like he, he's been putting you through the ringer too, man.
2: He has, he has. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think I think from I think everyone has their own different motivation for for health and fitness and and it's okay if it's just you want to look good or you want to feel good if it's for Instagram it's for if it's for women i think you have to have something intrinsically that pushes you to to do it you know what i mean and i think i think that's with that's with everything you know what i mean so um yeah i mean your workouts are killing me bro your workouts <laughs> are killing me there you go and and and
0: honestly i think it just allows for a more creative just creative life, like as long as you, you you stay, you keep the energy up. Like it allows you actually to be more creative because you're like, oh shit, I can, I can post, I can create more content, I can have more energy. I don't know. Well, you, well you, well, you
2: also like like Kenny said, like you, you become more productive. Your days last yeah. longer. So from a business perspective, if if you're motivated by any sort of business or whatever business you're in or industry, if you want to dominate, your health has to be on point because if your competitor can last longer in their days and they're outworking you.
0: Hmm. well Well, can- well, well, look at this, man. You, 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 you've been working out with Kenny, you're doing your thing and now you're doubling down on content. You're doubling down on your business. I see you. I'm, I, I see the grind, man. Yes, so sir. what, tell me, tell me what you're excited about because, uh, over the next number of months, because I, I see you putting up the work.
2: I think from a content perspective, I, I just want to, again, it's 2021. You know what I mean? It's like, what haven't I done and what haven't I haven't I really pushed and I think I think being able to adapt our content and being aware and being conscious of that was something that because it's like I said it's easy to just get into the the pool of social media and just get drowned by doing that work and daily grinding doing the same thing podcast after podcast rap video after rap video but what What's behind it is, I feel like, the strategy of like, okay, adapting. You know, TikTok is taking over now. People are getting on TikTok. Everyone and their mom is starting a podcast. How do we differentiate ourselves? How do we get out of that? What's next? Because podcasts are hot right now, but what is that next thing? Is it Clubhouse? You know what I'm saying? I love
0: Clubhouse, by the way. Yeah.
2: So it's like, what is that next thing? And if we can get ahead of that trend or ahead of that curve, like a lot of influencers or YouTubers or people that have made it, They've done it by writing, not all of them, but they've done it by writing and adapting to the platforms that are available, Absolutely. right? Because TikTok is now. What is the next TikTok? Yeah. What is the next thing? Are you on Clubhouse, by the way? I haven't seen you on Clubhouse. So there's
1: something. I about, was invited, yeah. There's something about Clubhouse. Clubhouse with invitations. I got an invite from Paul Hote. Well, you, shout out to Paul Hoti, but you, like. You don't, have an, you don't have an iPhone. I didn't go out on it. Oh, you have to have an iPhone? Yeah. You have to have a freaking iPhone? Yeah, for you it? have an I- iPhone. Come on, Samsung Android. Get with the program. Um, I just want to share something to tee off on that is exclusivity, because that's something that Cassius has definitely capitalized on in 2021 is upscaling your Patreon, having actual individuals who want to support and pay to hear what you have to say. That's huge for someone who's been doing content building for over a decade. It must feel pretty damn good for people to finally like want to just support and pay you for what you're saying.
0: Yeah, and and, and shout out by the way to the Patreon. I'm a, I'm a I'm a patron of uh, of Cassius, and uh, I don't know if you I want to I don't want to drop this here, but um, there's actually going to be a very exclusive clip that's going to be just for Patreon that we're going to record from here, um, and there are going to be some very very juicy nuggets.
1: How to date in 2021 <laughs> post pandemic? I got you. All uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, but I think I, I I I think at the end of the day, it's 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 about. It's, it's about being aware of, you know, like, you know, Sean, Sean has mentioned Mr. Beast. You know, there's, there's a lot of guys that are really the trendsetters on, on, on social media and content. And I think if you're not, a, if you're not paying attention to what's happening... Um, it's easy to just stick and just do a podcast for the next 10 years. It's easy to just stick on Instagram and just do the same thing over and over again because I fell in it. I fell in it for many years. I feel like over the decade of content that I've dropped, I've been through, I've been trying to catch up with everything and all these other people that are doing things online where it's like, okay, why, why am I always constantly on this chase? Yeah. How can we get in front of this? You know what I'm saying, and and it and it's and it and it starts with starts with your own content, but it also starts with being aware of what. Like, if you think about it, a lot of the big guys they do have their own podcast. Why is that? Why is that? Okay, it's easier to make content. It's easier to start getting those clips and nuggets out to their audience. It's easier to 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 up up upsell I, and get to the next.
0: Yeah, okay. absolutely. I mean, I think it's and I love what you guys have done because I think at the end of the day, it creates trust. Like, you look at some of the big uh, you know even look at like look at david Dobrik, who's probably one of the biggest youtubers on the planet right now like he just came out with views um, his podcast which basically gets more hits than like jimmy fallon i mean that's like the new late night show and i think what people are realizing is that podcast is a great way of building trust and in infinity and and people just vibing with you right and i think that's what what's beautiful with what you guys have done is that you've created trust like people know who you are because you are sharing your thoughts constantly and you're you're actually being vulnerable like for you to share your ideas openly is a very vulnerable place to be
1: i want to pick apart what you guys said there because there's so many people dozens actually that have gone to omen and i and shared their their curiosity and like oh how do i start a podcast and i want to i see you guys killing it and they they feel like and believe that we're making a fortune off of it which to be honest we're not like we're still actually we're feeding money into this beast and i I say that for the following reasons is if there's anyone out there that wants to start a podcast yes do it but don't do it to feel like the podcast alone is going to make you a fortune now do it to build the library right like you're gonna build a full database of conversations you've had then from there with the little experience that you and i have already had and we want to capitalize on this take maybe a personal experience that theatrical video quote unquote where a conversation you had you're just going to go in more depth on it with your personal experience and now it's this tangible five minute video
2: this episode is brought to you by park power your friendly local utilities provider in alberta offering internet electricity, and natural gas with low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. Shop local. In Alberta, you get to choose who to buy your internet, electricity, and natural gas from. If you choose Park Power, you are choosing a positive local business. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local not-for-profits that are working to make a difference for their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power's owner, Chris Kozowski, and we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network, so it's just a great fit. Learn more at parkpower.ca.
1: I'm gonna ask Sean this to piggyback off of what Cash has just said, is, and I struggle with this personally, is and then I'll never forget you said this actually very recently you know Q's like listen man like there's there's people I already know like personally who are getting asked to be a speaker at an event in some capacity and they're getting not even just themselves this is a whole other story they're getting their assistant or whatever have you telling that event coordinator that you know what you want so and so on five thousand dollars X, Y, Z value, but there's, there's, there's a monetary value there for someone to show up. So from your perspective, Sean, knowing that you know, you've been immersed in events, you've been compensated very fairly and accordingly for them when you speak and show up. For guys like us who have now, we've been in it for two and a half years, we've been in the mix, we're starting to be in more events. Are there certain things, and even anyone else who's out there, that is just starting to taste an element of influencing where you feel like, this and this and this need to have happened where you can fairly justify why you're going to ask for this much amount of dollars to show up
0: yeah, I mean I mean you, you you're talking about price, price is, and value is imagined it, it, meaning uh if you feel that you are worth something, then that's the price that you should uh you stand by and uh, that's what you should offer. If I tell you that I'm worth a million dollars for a talk, then um, and somebody's willing to pay that, then I'm worth a million dollars a talk. Um, I, like I said, a value is is part of a narrative. It's part of a story. So, you, you know, most people when they when they demand a price, they are they've cr- already created a narrative. They've already put in the work for. You know, decade plus. They created a brand. They have this, this, and this, um, and then they can command a certain price. I think you. Uh, so what? Uh, that's the beauty of value. It's like completely based on the story that you tell, and it's what uh, people perceive that story to be. So I think if you want to charge something that is a value, then you have to. Uh, persuade and convince somebody on the other end that you are worth that. Um, whether it's the insights that you're giving or the the tickets that you're going to sell, like you have to demonstrate that you can, uh, you know, create value for for the other party. Yeah. Um, so, like from a like from a speaking event perspective, like yeah, you. I mean, tactically, like you need some of those other things. Like you need a real... Like you're basically trying to de-risk the. Uh, you, the, the 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 organizers uh you, you're trying to de-risk it for them right you're you they you want them to feel like damn i made a really good decision i'm not going to lose my job by making this decision so like for myself yes like i'm all over the world like i have video i have more videos than anybody um you know on stage like they're very highly produced we're doing this thing in the in a theater like uh I'm trying to de-risk it for an organizer. To say, organizer to say, "Well, Sean, when we get Sean, we know he's going to deliver, and he is worth this price because he's a, he's the best in the world when it comes to doing this."
2: So, yeah, no, I, I agree. It's kind of like uh, you know NBA top top shot, right? It's 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 they've created a narrative and a story behind these items and these moments, and those moments have already already have a story behind them. And now with these digital assets, it's like there's a price There's a price to them, low yeah, or high.
0: Yeah, well, and, and let me break down the, the NBA Top Shock piece to you and, and the old, whole idea of NFTs, which is uh, an NFT is a non-fungible token. It's basically a verifiable digital asset facilitated through the blockchain. Basically, it means that you can own a virtual, it's like virtual real estate, right? And so owning a piece of virtual real estate is a bit of, like, it's a, a bit of a mind-bending concept, Right? And uh, NBA Top Shot is a, is a place where you can get digital collectibles, basically a digital card. You know, back in the day, you used to go to So and you'd get like a, a pack of hockey cards, then you would open up and you get all these cards. Those are sort of non-fungible tokens, meaning every single card is a unique card. No, uh, even though you might have the same Gretzky as me, at, le- at least it has a serial number attached to it, so it's unique in that way. And so um, each one of those cards holds a value. Now when you put these things uh, virtually – they still have value uh, if we all agree that they all have value. So I think what the beauty of what NBA Top Shot has done and the reason why it is accelerated is because they've created uh, a narrative around the value of those cards. First of all, it's supported by the NBA. It's stamped and licensed by the NBA. When you own a highlight, a, a digital collectible from the NBA, that means you own it. Omid or Kenny, you own this highlight uh, and other people might own the same highlight, but you have that serial number. You have a piece of Steph Curry, yeah. right? Um, to me, that is value, and they've created a narrative around that. And wow. so a lot of people say, well, all these digital collectibles, they, it's just like, wh- why would I, I – can, I can YouTube that. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can yeah. get that off the internet. Yes, you can. But you can also get the Mona Lisa off the internet. I could print a copy of the Mona Lisa and put it in my house. But authentic. everybody knows it's not authentic. It's not original. The beauty of what the blockchain has done—it has verified the authenticity of something. So now it, it, it you can actually create vir- uh, scarcity uh, uh, virtually when you when you have uh, uh, because of the blockchain. And it's all based on narrative. And and I think we forget about how many things in the world are based on narrative and brand and story. Uh, we just forget. Um, everything from our clothing to our uh, to our the cars that we drive to this iPhone to to uh, value and price and be to NBA Top Shot everything is based on a story. Value is imagined.
2: One hundred percent. Even with the content, the best the best content creators are storytellers. Absolutely. And, and I feel like I feel like you can get lost in the mix. And 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 I and I one hundred percent agree with you that we have to come back. And think about that narrative because organizations like the NBA are creating a narrative around a digital asset that technically is just, technically it's nothing, but they've created that exclusivity. They've created a narrative which has created value. People want to
1: own it. That's what it is. They want to see a story like I can imagine what this would be like with exactly. UFC knockouts of the year. They can be like, you know what? I have it. This could disappear on YouTube.
0: This can YouTube can one day disappear, but I own this. Exactly. That's pretty sick. I'm gonna search. And NFL. by the way, Dapper Labs has a, a, a an agreement with UFC. Um, so yeah, you could own a a a knockout or. You want to say like it's theirs? That. Yeah, and I, I think this is why I'm really excited about NFTs is because it is literally. Um, allowing the creator economy to monetize their craft instead of relying on the platforms like the YouTubes and the TikToks in the world where they've given people great audience. Here, you can actually monetize your craft and um, create scarcity uh, and and just monetize your fandom. I think literally we are seeing like I I, I, over the last two weeks, I'm not going to be I'm not going to lie to you guys. I believe that this is going to change the world it is going to disrupt every single industry the fact that uh, facil- facilitated by a blockchain you can now monetize your craft like this podcast this hundredth episode uh, uh, uh of the second floor could be minted on a non-fungible token and could be s- sold around the world uh and, and people could, you know, there could be a secondary market for just this podcast. That's what we're talking about. And you could apply this to not only art, to videos, but to ideas. Um, and I think we're just at the starting point of it. And I'm, I, I've been literally shaking over the last two weeks because I can't get this idea out of my mind. That's insane. That's that is so cool. Yeah. I, I know
1: we only have five minutes and there's two super important questions I wanted to ask Sean. It kind of relates to this because sometimes like when you talk about NFTs, number one, I feel like, am I living under a rock? And number two, I just wonder, like, where does Sean find this stuff? So being that you're a huge, you're curiosity, you have a huge curiosity mindset, and I love that about you. I find that's what makes you do what you do extremely well. But, like, for someone like me who wonders, like, where do you find your research? How do you find it? Is there, like, certain websites out there, like, a process you follow when you're trying to think of the next best thing to talk about?
0: Where, where, what do you look up? So, so I think number one is, uh, I'm working with like amazing companies, uh, all the time. And they're also introducing me to things like I'm invested in, in a number of different companies. So they're, they're always, um, up to some cool things. Um, I, I'm just generally curious about the world, not only from an innovation standpoint, technology standpoint, but from a culture perspective, from a sports perspective, entertainment, media. Like I think I, I'm just I'm just fascinated by the world. I'm always learning, and having that learning mindset is so important in terms of uh, just not only what I do, but just in general. Like I just I'm obsessed with the world. Uh, and and new things and things that are disrupting the industry. Like, I wake up thinking about this stuff all the time. Late last night, I was, like, listening to a clubhouse of people talking about how NFTs are going to impact the art world. Like, I was listening for hours. Like, I couldn't get it out of my mind. I'm just curious about the world, and um, it's just innate. And most people don't have that, and which is fine. Like, uh, I just – it is literally ingrained in my DNA, and – I just think that it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to say. It's, it's everywhere. I, I listen to everything. I listen to every podcast, read every single book, and, and uh, that's why I, through every single industry, I'm just fascinated.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this message is brought to you by ATB Financial, built to help Albertans. ATB's campaign is here to answer questions commonly asked by Albertans in these tough times. Fun fact, ATB opened in 1938 to provide support to Albertans during hard times and has since supported Albertans through both the bad and the good. Especially with the unprecedented times we've been living in, ATB is here to help Albertans as Alberta slowly recovers from the effects of COVID-19. While we all know the downturn is not necessarily completely over, ATB was built to help Albertans as they try to rebuild, And find their new normal even now good advice is within reach as you guys know listening to our podcast as well your financial situation today tomorrow or this very hour is why atb is here atb will listen and help with the knowledge and solutions that you need right now so why because atb was built to help all burdens for more information visit atb Dakar.